Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Welcome to our slash entitled parents, where this crazy mother demands to bring her toddler with her into a weed dispensary. Guys, before we get into this truly mental story, do me a quick favor. If you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button that's somewhere on the screen right now. It'll take you about one second. It's totally free, of course, and it will mean a lot to me. So thank you. Here we go. Mum tried to bring her toddler into a dispensary. So I live in Illinois and it's a legal rec state for weed. Our dispensaries are 21 plus and do not allow children in no matter what. Well, today as I was pulling into the parking lots, I see this mum loading her toddler into a stroller and I thought it was odd. Kids should not be around weed. And even though you can't smoke at the dispensary, they have product on display and it smells like weed in there. Now to get into this place, you go through the front doors and you need to have your ID scan to get into the actual sales floor. I went in and noticed the mum right behind me. So I held the door and she went in before me. Instantly, the security and the woman working the front desk tell this mum that she is unable to bring her child into the dispensary and the mum lost her head she started screaming that she is a single mum and has no one to watch her kid and just needs to get her weed but the staff will not budge she then exploded saying that if she can go into a grocery store to buy beer with her kid then she can come in here with him security shuts her down instantly and points at the sign that says everyone must be 21 plus to get in and no exceptions well mum of the year then just says fine i'll go leave him in the car this is when the front desk worker says that she is an off-duty cop and will call in that the mum left her child unattended in a hot car and the mum loses her head even more she starts trying to pull on the locked door to the sales floor and starts screaming swear words over and over Eventually, the front desk lady called the cops and a second security guard came out and escorted the woman to the parking lot. This is when I got the okay to go inside to make my purchase. I was in there for maybe 10 minutes and when I came out, mum of the year was being talked to by two cops in the lot because I guess she did try and actually leave her kid in her hot car and come back inside without him. My biggest problem with this woman is her taking out her anger on the staff. They're not the ones that set the rules, right? They just have to abide by them. If they are the ones that let this mum come into the weed dispensary with her toddler, something which is illegal, and then someone else, maybe their boss or law enforcement finds out, they could literally lose their jobs. They're not going to risk that for you, are they? If anything, it sounds like she could have just used the smoke to calm her down. She was getting uh, pretty angry there for no real reason. Entitled mum steals and pawns her daughter's promise ring. This just happened to my cousin and it's still a bit of an ongoing situation, but it's too crazy not to post. First of all, some background. So my cousin, who we'll call Kat, had received a beautiful promise ring from her boyfriend at the time. It had a real pearl in the center that was surrounded by mini diamonds, essentially close to the quality of an engagement ring. I can't remember the exact cost, but I want to say he saved at least $500 to $600 for it, as it was treated like a long-term engagement. Obviously, between the price and the sentiment behind it, that ring meant everything to cats, and not one time in their relationship did I ever see her not wearing it. The ring has even more meaning to it now, as the couple had to separate a few months ago due to personal issues on his side, 
but he told her to keep the ring on as a promise that he would return one day when everything was sorted now that that's out of the way here is where the entitled mum of this story comes in Kat's mum is a total leech of a woman who thinks everyone will bow down to her will she refuses to work and essentially lives off of handouts from her family but also demands to live a luxurious lifestyle she's the type of woman who will beg for money to buy food then turn around and waste it all at the casino should do whatever she can to get money and has recently restored to guilt tripping and apparently stealing so it was another cousin's birthday a few days ago and everyone came over for a pool party Kat had taken off her ring and left it on my dresser so that she could go swimming only to come back and find it missing we tore the whole room apart looking for it in case it had fallen or maybe someone knocked it grabbing their clothes but the ring was nowhere to be found Kat was reasonably heartbroken and would not stop crying over the ring blaming herself for letting it out of her sights at the time we still thought it was lost so i assured her it would turn up Fast forward to today and Kat's mum, the entitled mum, calls my mum and asks if she wants to go out, saying she just got a nice payout so it would be her treats. This obviously didn't make sense since the entitled mum doesn't work. So naturally, my mum questioned where she suddenly got all the money, to which she replied that she did a little spring cleaning. It turns out she saw Kat's ring on the dresser at the party, took it and then pawned it for not even half the price it was originally worth just so she could have the money to go out and party i wasn't there when cat found out but apparently the events that occurred went as followed when cat angrily confronted her mother about why she took the ring she blew it off and just kept making excuses she kept saying that she needed the money because we're broke and that she deserved to have the ring since Kat had no use for it anymore now that she was single. Her entitled mum also argued that Kat was a child who doesn't deserve expensive items when you can't even appreciate them and that her mother's happiness should mean more to her than some dumb ring. She also got defensive and called her an ungrateful brat when she begged her to go and buy the ring back. At some point during the entitled mum's rant, Kat left and came to spend the night with us so she could calm down and figure everything out. Kat has literally spent the whole evening trying to get a hold of the pawn shop to see if she can get her ring back. And her entitled mum is messaging both me and my mum, arguing that she did nothing wrong and that Kat is making a big deal out of nothing. My mum and I refuse to talk to the entitled mum until she not only apologizes, but also tries to get the ring back. It's bad enough stealing and selling your child's things, but the sentiment that ring holds will never be replaceable if she can't get it back. Yeah, simple solution here, in my opinion. Just file a police report for theft and tell your mother about it. Then she'll be forced to go back and try and find the ring at least. And also if you do it quickly enough, and hopefully the pawn shop hasn't already, filing that police report means that pawn shop can't then sell it on so you have a better chance of getting it in the first place. It is mental that we're even having this discussion in the first place though, as I don't know how this entitled mum can think that she knows more about her daughter's relationship than her daughter. That is crazy. My entitled mother stole my heart meds to blackmail me. Strap in, this will be a long one. So this incident actually happened quite a few years ago and I feel like I'm finally at a point where I can post about it. I'm hoping sharing it and hearing what you guys have to say about what happened will bring me some measure of closure and catharsis. For some background, I, now 33 years old, non-binary, assigned female at birth, am disabled. I was born with severe Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, a genetic disorder that, among many other symptoms affecting pretty much every bodily system, causes my joints to dislocate and sublux 
partially dislocate with very little prompting. I once dislocated my shoulder by flumping down onto my bed from a sitting position too roughly. Wow. I wasn't diagnosed until I was 17 years old because EDS wasn't well recognized by most doctors back in the early 2000s. Having abused me in every possible sense for my entire childhood already, my extremely narcissistic alcoholic mother, the entitled parent in this story, immediately saw my diagnosis as a whole new set of ways that she could hurt me. She would forcibly dislocate my joints as punishment for entirely imagined offenses, telling me that nobody would believe me if I told them she'd done it, and she'd tell them I was just a clumsy, lying little dog which she'd already been branding me as for as long as I could remember. Her entitlement was and is deeply rooted in every aspect of her personality. She'd often stand over me, booming, as far as you're concerned, I am God. Everything under this roof is mine, my property. And that includes you and everything in your room. You don't freaking breathe without my say so. You bought it, don't give a dang, it's mine. And there isn't a bloody thing you can do about it because I am God. And she did that sober too. Yep, so entitled, she was basically delusional. My father was and remains such a pathetic excuse for a parent that I genuinely almost forgot to mention him here. He constantly enabled her abuse, convinced us it was our fault that she was abusing us, and actively prevented my younger sister and me from getting help. When I was 24 years old, I was finally able to move out of my parents' house, my sister having moved out a year or two earlier, with the help and support of friends. I moved in with my best friend, but was still very much under my parents' control, psychologically. My mother would help me by picking up a particular heart medication for me from a hospital that was about 90 minutes away by bus, since I couldn't drive. She always made a massive fuss about it and what a huge favor she was doing for me, guilting me as much as she possibly could. At this point, I was so beaten down and small that I would apologize for everything. Like literally preface pretty much everything I said with, hi, um, I'm sorry, but, and end pretty much everything with, sorry again. I was a mess and nearly a decade after escaping that hellhole, I'm honestly still rebuilding my sense of self. On the day of the incident that's the focus of this story, we'd arranged for my entitled mum to pick up my meds and meet me at my local shopping mall where I'd been getting a few grocery items to give me the meds and drive me home. One of her favorite things to do has always been to make people wait for her, presumably because it gives her a sense of power over others. So I knew to expect her to be late. She'd already yelled at me over the phone that I had to be outside standing at the curb in the car park when she pulled up or she'd just keep driving which wasn't a bluff because she'd done that before just because I'd been sitting on a bench a few feet back when she arrived. God forbid anyone keep her waiting. So 10 minutes before the agreed upon time, I was standing at the curb, groceries bagged up and ready to go. As our meetup time passed, I had to sit down on the ground and it started raining. I should add here that being out in the cold and rain sends my chronic pain through the roof and can leave me unable to use my hands for days. So I was already annoyed at the situation, but I was also terrified of this monster of a woman. When she was 20 minutes late, I sent her a text, which took me a while because hands, asking how far away she was. I got a nasty reply saying she was on her way and I better be standing by the curb when she got there. I replied that I was sitting on the footpath in the rain, so to please not take too long. No reply. At 35 minutes late, I texted her again, saying I was cold, soaking wet, and in a ton of pain. 
asking where the heck she was and what was taking so long. It was very unusual for me to be so direct with her. But being out of their house and with people who were working to build me back up, it had given me a new boldness. And I was in so much pain, I gave far less of a dang about the consequences than usual. I was trembling with anxiety as I sent it, but it still felt empowering. She called and screamed at me down the phone about how ungrateful I was, how she was going so far out of her way to do this massive favor for me, and that I'd be lucky if she showed up at all after I'd spoken to her like that. I pointed out that the favor is somewhat negated if you cause the person harm by screwing them around in the process. And she screamed some more abuse at me, told me I'd better be standing at the curb when she got there, that she was going to beat the living daylights out of me and hung up. We had two more rounds of this until she was over an hour late and finally i was done something in me finally snapped and i was just like f it after getting on the bus safely with my waterlogged shopping bags i used speech to text to send her a final text message saying that i was done playing her ridiculous games and was taking the bus home i told her it was completely unacceptable to demand that her disabled severely chronically ill daughter stay out in the freezing rain for well over an hour and that dad would get my meds from her and drop them off at my apartment i'd already asked him and let him know what the situation was i was a blubbering mess of delirious agony and anxiety when i got home and my flatmate had to take the next day off work to look after me. He'd agreed to act as my carer to help me escape my parents, and his work was extremely good about it. What a legend. In the aftermath, my entitled mum refused to give my dad the medication for me, saying that if I wanted it, I would have to come back begging for my forgiveness for being such an ungrateful little shit. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She had this whole rant about her, of course, going on about what an awful, nasty little female dog I was, etc. She even added in some ableist stuff about how they should have killed me at birth and saved themselves two decades of medical bills because I didn't deserve everything they'd done and sacrificed for me. What a woman. She literally demanded that I show up in person, get down on my knees and grovel. She thought she had total power over me by holding a crucial medication hostage. She said a bunch of stuff about how I better comply with her demands before being without my meds made me too sick to be able to get on my knees or tough, I wasn't getting them back at all. The most bizarre part was that she genuinely seemed to believe that I'd wronged her and she was entitled not only to an apology from me for standing up for myself, I guess, but to withhold my meds from me in order to force an apology out of me because she said she knew I'd never give me what I was owed otherwise. I went to the police station to try and get them to retrieve the obviously stolen meds. Good. But was told that because I'd given the pharmacy authorization to allow my mum to collect and sign for my meds, it was legally hers to keep and there was nothing they could do. Notes, I live in Australia. I called the pharmacy and explained the whole situation to the extremely kind pharmacist who was able to organize a new prescription with my specialist through the hospital 
and I had a friend who worked nearby pick it up for me. In the meantime, my dad broke 24 years of consistent spinelessness and lied to my entitled mum to scare her into handing over the original stolen meds, saying that I'd gone to the police, but that he convinced me to hold off so he could give her a chance to just hand them over without police involvement. It worked, and I ended up stocked up for an extra month, but the whole incident resulted in me finally cutting all contact with my entitled mum. When he dropped off the meds, my dad tried to convince me to make peace with my mum for his sake and said that by refusing to speak to her, I was being selfish because I must know how hard it would make things for him since he had to live with her. Still riding high on that wave of boldness, I told him he was being selfish by expecting me to continue to put up with her abuse. As he always did any time I tried to stand up for myself with him, He got super nasty and vindictive said some extremely hurtful deeply personal things and left as of a few years ago i've now cut contact with him as well i'm finally completely free of both of them and have a great relationship with my sister now that we're both adults and have a clearer perspective on how our parents parentified me and pitted us against one another as kids i have genuinely awesome people around me these days and still live with that same flatmate My dad was diagnosed with a terminal illness a little while back and doesn't have much time left, though I'm still not sure how I feel about that. He finally left my entitled mum, who, after relying on him to manage her chaotic mess of a life for decades, is utterly failing to fend for herself. She's well on her way towards ending up cold and alone, which is cathartic for me to know, to be honest. Pathologically entitled, abusive people just deserve to have the people they abuse leave them. It's that simple. If you've listened to this all the way through, thank you. Getting this all out of my head has genuinely helped. It's easy to kind of downplay and normalize crazy stuff that happens to you when it just sits in your mind for years. Wow, and there we go, leaving potentially the saddest story to last. Well, in my opinion, that was the saddest story of all three. And to be fair, I think the most tragic posts that I see on r slash entitled parents are the ones where children like this have literally been abused and neglected for their entire lives. And it's not just one event that's happened and they realize at that moment how entitled a said person is. It's when they realize that their entire life have been completely changed and kind of ruined by people like those mentioned in this story like those entitled parents and they have to rebuild from the ground up really kind of destroying everything they thought was normal and understanding that actually my parents are just terrible people i mean not to say that she didn't realize that along the way clearly she did op that is but having to reset your entire life move out move in with people that are actually good people and just go from the beginning again is incredibly hard fair play to you and your sister for for getting out of this situation and it's clear that your entire parents are are just horrible people right they've split up with each other your mum's screwed your dad's not in a much better place even besides the illness and for you too you and your sister to come out the better side of this fair play to you for doing that because i'm sure that a lot of people would not have been able to why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.